When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, you could also listen to Hour 1 and 2, Chris. I mean, I mean, Hour 1 and 2 was pretty I good, too. Every hour, every day. When I first met you, you didn't have your own icon on an app. Now look at you. You've got an icon I'm on just an app. saying. You hit that icon. I'm just saying, you. there was a show before 1215. He's like, no, 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 just skip. <laughs> just skip. Go straight to 1215 for the call of the year. All right, so a couple things we got to fig- figure out here. By the way, ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. So I want to talk about Dodgers, but we'll get into Dodgers mm-hmm. whenever. And I don't know when this conversation is going to end, but it's a critical conversation. A question was proposed uh, as part of Ask, uh, Ask Lee. It was, how do you eat your peach? You just get right into it. You cut it, whatever you do. Emily gave her thoughts on the peach. You got to cut it, the whole thing. Em, I'm going to let you take over because you said a couple things here before we went to break about oranges and peaches explain how you eat your peaches and oranges right so i will cut my peaches if i can Uh, most i don't like to bite into the peach because i have like really sensitive teeth and it'll hurt my gums and so then i also try to have a napkin around because the peach is really a good peach always is like really juicy so it's gonna it's gonna run you could use your shirt but right and then i really really hate (laughs) no i'm not gonna use my shirt i really hate the smell of citrus I like the taste of, fruit, of oranges. So I tend to ask someone else around me if I trust them to peel my oranges for me because I do not like getting them in my Stop fingers. Stop for pause for a second. Yes. How deep into the circle of trust does a person need to be before you trust them enough to peel your oranges? It has to be my mom or my best friend or my sister. Okay, like example. Really, I'm not going to ask Alan to example. peel my oranges. I was just going to say example. You come into work and you brought an orange with you. Yeah. And, Which I would never do, but and Taylor is right there, and we're mm. at a we're at, during a break, <laughs> and all you want is you'd love to eat your orange. Is you, Taylor meet the? Do you trust him enough to cut your orange for you? Not no, no, cut no, your no, orange, no, peel, peel your orange peel. for you. I I think I trust Taylor. I also think he'd say nothing but judge me so hard. I don't think, I think Taylor he would, would do just, it. No. Taylor, would you do it? I would do it for an orange slice. I would definitely if give get, you an orange yeah. slice. I'd what be, hey, is I'll, it specifically that you're worried about? Will go wrong or won't? Uh, like, and like, who doesn't like the like? Smell I don't of trust Alan enough. Citrus, citrus might be the greatest smell ever. I know. I get. <laughs> I get that too. Like the whole scent industry is <laughs> built trust. on it. But I'm 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 hung up on this issue of like what you think is like. Let's say, like, we just met. I clearly don't cross the threshold. <laughs> she doesn't want to be judged. Right. I, That's really what it is. I don't want to be judged for. Not. Asking someone else to peel my orange like a child, and now I'm saying this to all of Los Angeles. But I also just don't, I don't want to have it on my finger. So, I guess I only ask people that I trust because I think they will judge me the least. Okay, potentially, they, or they probably are. Yes, I mean it's fine. They can judge me the most mm-hmm. or whatever. I also like have this thing with like I'm really bad at tying my shoes, and so I also used to have my friends tie my shoes for me when we would go out together. So these are things that uh, maybe you could ask my mom about that uh, I wasn't. 
Tom Holland too. Big, I, big, I know how to be Velcro an girl. What? <laughs> You're a big, big Velcro person. I'm not person. a big Velcro person. I just have my shoes come undone all the time, especially if I'm going out, which is why I'm not going to wear laced shoes, obviously, the Mandy's. Yep. But I, uh, I just, uh, my shoes come undone. Greg has you. Greg's in studio <laughs> right now. Shoes. Just hypothetically, do you tr- do you trust Greg enough to, to tie your to, shoes? No, no. How about to peel the orange? No, that's a, that's okay. a really good question. I I do trust Greg to peel an orange because I feel like he has a daughter Wonderful. and he probably peels her orange often. Yeah, so. All the time. She's in the other room right now. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So I think I would trust Greg to peel my orange. I would, tr- I would trust not Amanda to peel my orange. I would not trust Chris. Um, uh, Chris that, that's yeah. smart. Yeah, that's yeah, actually I wouldn't smart. trust him to peel my orange. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely not. But and, I, and by I the way, in this, yeah. when you talk about Chris, peel my orange is a euphemism for <laughs> literally everything things. at that point. Exactly. It, doesn't matter, what, it yeah. doesn't matter what. I wouldn't let Chris peel my orange if peel my orange meant anything. <laughs> like literally even peeling literally oranges. But anything. isn't it, that's the part that that's weird to me is. She hand likes, me my phone. No, Chris is not doing it. She likes the orange. I yeah. like the taste orange. of an orange. She likes so the you taste of it. Used but she doesn't orange. want to peel the orange right. because of the smell of the orange. Doesn't the smell of the orange, isn't it similar to also the taste of the orange? No, no, no. Well, the orange okay. itself also smells like orange. Correct. So, so but, I, and also my favorite color. You don't like that, that smell on your fingers? Like, so, it's no, actually I is a absolutely good hate smell. it. And oh, it also lemon, gets lemon stuff fresh. in your oh, fingers yeah. because when you do it, you that have best. to use your fingernails to get into it. And so then the orange peels get stuck in your fingers. If you only could wipe your hands like that. I also hate when people have oranges in studios and then it takes up the whole thing. Same for Greek yogurt. Like, those two things are my least favorite. Wait, 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 wait. What smell does Greek yogurt have? It smells so bad. It doesn't have much of a smell. It's pretty straightforward. It smells sour. It smells disgusting. But so. regular. Well, that one expired. That yeah, one right. expired. <laughs> that specific like, one expired. What about like just old-fashioned American yogurt? You, you, that smells Yeah, better? that doesn't have a smell. Okay. Oh, so you, you, yo smell. play is okay. <laughs> yes. But Greek. But like uh, Chobani, no thanks. Like so Chobani, me, no. me knowing Travis pretty well. <laughs> If Trav was here right now, yeah. he'd be frustrated. <laughs> he'd be frustrated. Well, but, he eats yogurt like every day. Well, I he'd, know. He'd be frustrated with, M, explain to me why you need somebody to peel your orange. And she would explain it, and then he would get more frustrated. I also, he does can not I have cut my orange with a knife? Like, is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. But yeah. then I still have to get the peel off eventually with my fingers. So, like, unless I have, like, a peeler, which I do have at home, but... Anyway, I just That's avoid buying more. But I'm also I'm also concerned. You know, sometimes you know sometimes <laughs> if you're much. with an orange and you can't you can't pierce it. Yeah, sometimes you might even have to take a little bit of a bite on oh, no, it. Oh no, see, we're not doing that. To worst. open it and then you yeah, go. We're, not, we're, we're also but we're glossing over the other part of this, which is she says her teeth are too sensitive to bite into, into a, a peach, peach which yeah. makes yeah. me wonder. How do you eat food? Because peaches <laughs> are like this, like the softest, softest most clam, mild. She has clam chowder like, every what morning. What can you eat? It's the skin of it, you know, that just gets into my gums and then really hurts my gums. I've had to have. Sorry, this is. But like wait, probably if someone TMI. cuts the I've peach, had to have reconstructive sc- surgery on my gums. Oh, like my gums crazy. have had weird stuff, but. Yeah, bro, don't go apples. after her gums. <laughs> Why are you going after her gums? You should have known that. All my, all my you gums. You a lot of sugar as a kid. Huh? I, am a notor- I am a notorious gummist. Yes. Everybody knows about her gums, and you just walk in here right. criticizing her gums. Yeah, the hell so was that? read the room, I, man. But, can, wait, but wait, hold on, Emily. When you cut the, when you have the, the peach room. cut, you still have to bite into yes. the peach. But it, t- it, uh, it. Do you just like feels... throw it and just swallow? It, you, it's less do you than scoop out the guts, right? I can pe- I can take off the peel once it's cut. I can take off the outside, and then I also like I don't really like the um I don't really like cooked or like baked 
fruit either, like baked apples or baked things. That makes it softer, but it also doesn't taste as good. No, it doesn't taste so as good. So meat and fruit have a complicated relationship, mm. and I use just ingest it through smoothies because then it's all easier, like an old person. Do you do that with... Like meats? No, no, no. I can eat meat. I'm actually going to a nice steakhouse tomorrow. (laughs) Makes them do a smoothie. I don't have salmon. (laughs) I don't have salmon unless it's in a blender. But also, salmon is really easy on my teeth. Get the salmon down with some greens, and you go from there. When you go to a nice nice restaurant, hates you, sleep. You're just like, can you liquefy this for me? Like, can you? (laughs) So I'm going to the Golden Steer tomorrow night in Las Vegas, and so it's a nice, it's a nice steakhouse. But I will, I can eat steak very easily. That's fine. It's just the first. Are you going to go to the Golden Steer before or after you wander up the strip like a homeless person? Wait, definitely in the middle, in the midst. Is it a yeah. bad piece of advice to tell somebody, "Hey, you have to walk the strip when you're in Vegas"? That's not how you described it. Yeah, you don't. You don't. That's <laughs> not the right way to describe it. He, Brian is absolutely right. Walking the strip has a completely different connotation than what you're trying to say right now. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm trying to say? <laughs> yeah, I understand. Yeah, like, sound like actually, strip. like walk down the strip. Like, like, go yeah, with your cut. friends but, and like see the. You know, gotta sure, go here, I see what you're going saying. Go at three a.m. But the people yeah, go at three a.m. walking the strip. Like, yeah, you, take, you won't get arrested. Or anything. Make sure you take shrooms. <laughs> You'll love it. Oh, all the colors. I mean, <laughs> I mean it would. He made it better. sound like a like the yeah, loneliest, be. like dystopian nightmare <laughs> kind of thing. Like, it's walking amongst the neon with my drink and like, just, just yeah, all right, we're a gonna single go from... tear coming out of your eye. Like it was just horrible. You have your headphones on. You're playing but just because that's how you do Vegas. You're playing mean... Coldplay the entire way. Or Phoebe Bridgers. But yeah, no citrus in the office, please. <laughs> okay, here's my question for you. More citrus. Uh, yeah, Greg Bergman. Yes, Alan Sliwa. You know, it's very we, professional. We were we were just we were talking about this. I'm like, wait a minute here. Go look at the NL standings right now. Go look at the NL West standings right now. And I don't remember a time that the Dodgers are sitting in second place. That doesn't mean anything. Is the world going to? No, it's not. You're almost probably close to maybe 40% of the season through. But I do kind of want to walk you back a little bit to last year because last year the conversation continued about the Dodgers. Don't worry, they're going to run away with the division. Don't worry, they're going to run away with the division. And then you get maybe halfway through the season, and they're the Giants, still right there. Yep. Don't worry, they're going to run away with the division. And then you got to September, and you're probably like, all right, uh, this might be a race all the way to the end. That's exactly what ended up happening. Dodgers, um, however you want to describe it, I think the best way to describe the Dodgers last year, they ran out of gas is how I want to put in it. In the playoffs. But, the, yeah. but there were also some other teams in the playoffs, but the postseason I think had a lot to do with that leading up. Sure. So here we are now, um, and I've had this conversation plenty of times with Trav. Don't worry. They're going to run away with the division. And I don't know the parallels between last year and this year, but when you look at the standings and see that the Padres are 41-24, and 24, they're just playing good baseball right now. They, they are. They outscored the Cubs. I don't even know what it was, but they probably put up 30-plus runs in four games, something like that. they got outscored by like 46 runs. They're just they're yeah. clicking on, on all cylinders. And the Dodgers went through the stretch. They won their last two against the Angels, but they went through a stretch. I think they lost 9 of 13. Yep. They could have run away with it at that point. The, the Bueller situation, we obviously know about that. Yep. Kershaw just coming back. They've had injuries, the whole, the whole thing. I don't remember the last time, and, and I'm just talking about this season specifically, and as, as much as we want to try to tie it into last year because the Giants were there the whole time, they're in second in the NOS. Does that mean anything to you? No, it doesn't, and it's honestly just because of who the team above them is. Is because it is the Padres and what the Padres have done over the last 
decade. I don't even know, even longer than that. The Padres are a team that just kind of tend to fold later on in the season. You wouldn't trust them to peel your oranges. I would not. Sure. You're yeah. absolutely right. I would not trust them. I, my parallel is kind of is maybe unfair, but it's parallel is kind of like with the Clippers, a team that is usually has a has a really good team kind of folds toward down the stretch in the end. It's just kind of what it's, happens. It's show me something. It's show me, or the until, Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals. Sure, Arizona Cardinals, exactly the same thing, M. So it's it's that type of thing. Until they've showed me that they can actually get the job done when it gets down to the line, I don't believe it. The Giants, on the other hand, that was a team that I, I did believe. They were good all year long. They were a team that I've seen win games in postseasons. They won World Series. They had guys that were around during those World Series times, like Buster Posey and, and Crawford. They had guys that, are, that knew what to do here. So with the Dodgers now, I just know that they are far and away better than every other team. The pitching is a little bit of a problem, but they'll go out and they'll find somebody. I'm really not worried, and especially I'm not worried about the Padres. So I, I, I think they have a good team, though. Don't get me wrong. Well, I think the Padres have a very here, good team. Here's the thing. I will say this about the Padres, and I think the way you describe them, your history does have – it definitely comes into play. The Padres don't have a real history. No. They just don't. So – until you do something and really actually make noise, that's not going to be the case. Now, um, you look at the NL, the Mets, pretty damn good team. They are a pretty good damn good team, and they're going to get Scherzer back soon and maybe DeGrom. The Braves, who won it last year? On a tear. They've won 14 in a row, and like you said, there's certain teams, history-wise, give the Braves their credit. They literally won it X amount of months ago, whatever the case is. And they were in the NLCS the year before against the Dodgers. The Cardinals, the lead. Cardinals playing some good ball. And Cardinals there, are a team that. that, yeah, been there, done that. We have a way. So we can do this coming up, but put the Padres to the side for a quick second. Sure. As, as you look at the Dodgers, how do you feel about the team right now? Because it's not just where you are 40% through. Do you feel like they do need to make a trade by August 2nd? Do you feel like, you know what, look at last year's roster compared to this year's roster. They have to find a way to improve it. We can do that all coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeper Show on 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Uh, Berg drives a motorcycle. I don't know if you know that. but Every day. It's a Harley. Every single day. With a sidecar. Yeah. With a sidecar. Yeah. It's that's, nice. That's what Berg does. How do you think Riley got here with me today? Play your My cards daughter. right. Yeah. You can sit in that Bergman sidecar. <laughs> hey, Let's, that could be a contest. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, I could peel an orange while having someone Let's take a, a quick call here. Noah in Studio City. Noah, what's going on, man? Thank you for calling in. Oh, guys, thank you for having me. I'm sorry. I've been remiss lately, uh, not calling as much. But as, as you know, I we've have been waiting. No, we, we've been waiting. It's, it's but, been the but topic thank of you. office conversation. We do appreciate you making the time today. It's very funny that Alan oh, yesterday I can was imagine. saying, where's I can Noah? Imagine that, that... <laughs> <laughs> that all staff meeting about it? That was weird. <laughs> What's that? The all staff meeting, yeah. 
yeah, no, I, I would I would think it would be a little awkward because some some of them may not know me and may not be waiting with bated breath for my calls. But uh, you know, I just uh, wanted to say a little bit about this Lakers situation. Um, the problem is is systemic. I, no offense to anybody, but I just don't think Jeannie really is cut out for this job. I think she's trying to make her dad proud. She's doing her best. I know we got the one chip, but if we're being honest, everything fell in our favor in that season. But really, other than that, all these LeBron years have been kind of a catastrophe, and they've now set themselves up to be in the hole for years to come. You cannot turn over your roster every year and think that that's going to work. You look at these teams that are there in the championships every year, look at their roster. They've been together for three, four, five seasons. Boston, Milwaukee's had the same group together for a while now. Denver, Jamal Murray's not hurt. They're going to be there. All these teams have consistency. They have management and leadership that has been in place for a while and keeps making the right moves while we're making all the wrong ones. And I'm just really, really, really sad because I feel like after this next season, which is going to be another catastrophe because nobody's going to take LaRusso, nobody's going to help us out and fix that disaster, then LeBron's going to bolt and we're going to be nowhere. This team's going to struggle. I hate to say it, for the next four or five years, we're going to be in a really, really difficult predicament. And I love Darvin Ham. I think he's a great hire. But if Jesus came down and whispered the secrets of the universe in LaRusso's ear, he'd be like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm going to keep firing up these 20-foot bank shots. All no, right, that's all I got. No, guys. I appreciate Thanks. it, man. Thank you. Uh, listen, maybe Jesus will come down. Maybe not. I'm not sure. I, he does. I'm not sure. Like Darvin Ham, prefer a four-out, one-in system. Yes. So he'd be a good fit there. You I know, like the LaRusso over and over. I want to go back because I think – Noah's been in some dark places while he has been calling, hasn't <laughs> We were talking about the Dodgers before. I'm going to try to tie the Dodgers with the Lakers for a quick second. One of the toughest things to do in all sports is, we were talking about it earlier, win consistently. Yep. The Golden State Warriors are winning consistently. It's a bad example because it's too – that blueprint is not common. Like what they're doing right now will go down in NBA history as one of the greatest runs. The Lakers had their years. The Celtics had their years. Minneapolis Lakers had their years. This is one of those runs that the Warriors are in. Um, the Dodgers have not cashed in three or four World Series. They haven't. They got the one. But for 10 years, they've been a really consistent team. And when we were talking about the Dodgers a second ago, we were going into, you're not that concerned about the Dodgers in their position. Second in the NL West, I don't find that that big of a deal. Now, if they're in a, in a dogfight the entire time, similar to last season, I know that's not their preference. Their preference is just be ready for the postseason. It is a little bit different now because you can have six teams going in. Um, so, it, of course, they'll be in the postseason. It's just are you going to be in one of those games where it's a wild card to get out, whatever the case is. I, you kind of sound like you don't see, you don't have any concern about it. And, BK, you, know, you, you chime in on this as well. You don't have much concern about the Dodgers. Let me, let me just kind of, from my perspective, what, what I see from the Dodgers so far. Okay. I think coming into the season, it was this is the most dominating team and it's not even close. And I think as the season's progress, which happens in all sports, Kershaw had a little bit of an injury, he's back. Bueller is a big question mark. You know, it's not just even the six to eight weeks, it's how long is it going to take him to come back? I think the, the, what Tony Gonsolin 
and Tyler Anderson have done so far has been amazing. Can you depend on that two months from now? And I don't have that answer. Uh, I think the Dodgers, if you're another team in the NL right now, aren't you saying to yourself, maybe maybe we can stay in the mix here. Maybe we, if you're the Mets, if you're the Cardinals, if you're the Atlanta Braves, maybe they're not unbeatable to put it before the season started. That's how I kind of feel like with the Dodgers. It's not that they're still not the class of the MLB, but I think they're closer to everybody else than we thought before the season started. Sure, and Trey Turner said it just the other day where he said people aren't afraid of us and they shouldn't be afraid of us. So, I mean, they are – all these other teams have – they have good pitching staffs. They have good offense. You're seeing it with, with the 14 wins from the Braves. Yes, the Dodgers are not that overly dominant team because they haven't really all put it together yet. You can tell, though, though, if they do all put it together, they are going to run past everybody because of how patient they are, their approach at the plate, everything that kind of goes along with it. I also think what's different about this year than it was last year, they were going through the whole, you know, we won eight division titles in a row. We need to keep that streak going along with trying to get into the postseason and winning another World Series. You think they cared about that? I think I think it was a part, there was a little piece of them that cared about it just a little bit and it was all over the media right I mean everybody in the LA Times it was all over oh my god they've you know they've won all these division titles they don't have that anymore they don't have that oh, we have to be going for the division title now it's it's very much this is World Series or bust they just need to get into the postseason healthy and with everybody clicking on all cylinders whether that's winning the division or not I don't think that it doesn't matter at that point they just need to get there I just baseball and, and basketball like basketball generally is chalk like you know the Warriors probably would have been the top seed in the West if Steph doesn't get hurt. Right. So, you know, you end up with a one versus a two. I think Boston was yeah, a two Boston, in the East. Yeah. So it, you get – that's generally how basketball yeah, goes. Yeah. You don't see a seven seed make the finals no. in basketball. Baseball is get to the postseason. Oftentimes the best teams kind of go through, but not always – or, you know, the, most of the time really of the not. two or three best teams, you know, one of them gets through, but someone's going to lose. Or, or you I got think, a couple of pitchers that are just you can't. Right. There's the nothing old, you can do you, about you it. Know, mm -hmm. they, they throw one guy throws the game of his life. And that's mm -hmm. the end. Like the one part of, of not winning the division that matters is it means you have to play an extra game. And if you run into the wrong pitcher, you play a hot, you know, some something weird happens. You can lose. And Cardinals so, Dodgers last year came down to it literally after, came down to Chris Taylor. Yep. But, I mean, short of that, like, there's nothing necessarily that much different between when they lost last year in the, in the, in the championship series and when they won the World Series. It's they were, the it was the same. They were, up, they were down 3-1 right. to the Braves in both of them. Margins, the margins are, are basically similar. There. So, I mean, the, the only thing I think Dodgers fans would be concerned about is that it's not that the Dodgers aren't good. It's that other teams are also good. And if San Diego turns out to be legit this year, finally – now you have San Diego and San Francisco is not going anywhere. And the Mets are good. And the Cardinals, like you say, Alan, are yeah. always tough. Mm -hmm. Like there's going to be four or five teams that are just legit that when you get in the playoffs, you kind of it's a coin flip. And that's that's just the nature of baseball. But I'm not terribly worried about they're going to win. You know, assuming injuries don't get worse, they're going to win 105 games. Yeah, 95 to 105 games. It'll that's be somewhere good. in there. Yeah, no, it's really good. And they will make the playoffs. And I think what you're just going to see with this team now is guys are going to get way more rest. They saw last year what happened when they lost, yeah. when Urias and and Bueller both were had their arms basically falling off by the Scherzer. time they got Scherzer, into Scherzer couldn't go. Dead arm. Mm -hmm. He he knew it. It was a dead arm. He they didn't he didn't like how they did it. Whatever. But you're going to see guys going on these phantom ILs with a, you know some kind of tiny little injury. But would you, was... would you agree this with the pitching staff? This is what to me it's different. It's different because last year 
take the Trevor Bauer part of it out of it. It didn't matter. When you got to the trade deadline, you traded for Scherzer. Right. You had Scherzer. You had Bueller. Yep. You had Julio. And you really kind Dustin of— Dustin May. Well, Dustin May was, yeah, was out, out at that time. Point, yeah. But but you had—you kind of—what you felt like you had this— how the hell do you get through that squad? Forget what they have on offense. How do you get through that squad? Because you got these dependable arms. The Gonsolin, Tyler Anderson, they've been so good this year. Like, if, right. if you really look at, I want to say, are they both 8-0? Yeah, I think okay. they're 16-0 yeah, combined. Okay, 16-0 combined. Pretty good. <laughs> take, <laughs> <Not bad. laughs> take that. Take that. Use that as an example. If I'd have told you you got two pitchers that are 8-0 this far through the season, would you have said Gonsolin, Tyler Anderson? Nobody would have, of right? Of course not. Of course think. not. So does that don't speak for me? Does that <laughs> you don't know me? Does, does that concern? Like that's the only reason why I bring it up. It's because can you depend? Are you going to feel a certain way about those two guys? Where in the postseason it's those other names like all right, I've seen I've seen Bueller dominate. I've seen Julio dominate. I've seen at that time Scherzer dominate. I've seen Kershaw dominate. They are so good right now, and it's because you got these two dudes. It's not to take anything away from everybody else, but that's been the biggest surprise of the whole Dodger season. It's Tyler Anderson and Tony yeah. Gonsolin. Yeah, they've been they've been both been fantastic, and you hope that when they get to the postseason, that they're going to still be doing the same types of things. But most likely, in a five game series, in a seven game series, those two guys may not even break the top three. It's Kershaw, Bueller, and Urias. Right, if, if and that's back, probably the three you go with. But I also think the nature of baseball is, is so different now. It is so well-scouted, and it's so well-positioned, and it's like it's why nobody can score any runs anywhere across the league because it's not even just the shift. You get rid of, it's, it's how everybody gets pitched. It's how all of this stuff is, is so good at this point that you are going to see three bullpen games, you know, four, you know, all this, all this stuff. Yeah, and I and Dodgers I were notorious. I, 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 Dodgers I were notorious for doing that. Not, I mean that that was kind they of did it last year. Bunch. They did it last year, and it was also yeah. the times where mm-hmm. we didn't bring Julio in until a the few innings in. And that, I think the, the concern over that, particularly for the Dodgers, where you know the bullpen's been perfectly good, um, is is less so. But like, are we at a point where we just Cody Bellinger's a two twenty hitter? He's not even no, a 220 he's a, hitter. He's a 208 right yeah. now. Yeah. But yeah. I'm just I'm being optimistic. Is he like a 220 guy with a good glove? And, you know, does Muncie yes. give you something between now and the end of the year? Like I think those are those are the because those are the things that are supposed to balance it. Yeah. You know, Freeman was talking the other day. He's like I haven't he's been good, but he has me but I haven't gotten hot yet. Like you expect certain things to balance out, maybe the pitching tails off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Gonsolin loses a game between now and September. Um what balances that out? Which guys who are underperforming now do you think come back and start to play in a way that you would want? ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit Progressive.com. we got Factor Cap coming up next. We're going to learn a little something new about Taylor. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeva Show, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. First off, BK, it is a cap. Just want you to know that. Okay? Just want you to know yeah, that. So you know what uh do you know what cap is, Brian? I just know it's the thing where you say it's not it's not it's like it's not yeah, a fact. So you say, it's oh, the yeah. opposite of fact. Yes, exactly. So it's like oh that's cap. Is yeah. is uh oh yeah, that's not true. Like the that's way not. you would respond is that is a cap. That's how no, you would do no, it. No, it's not. That you is, just say cap. This yeah. is I've, fire. <laughs> it is bussin. Again. This is well bussin. I've heard that one recently too. It's a weird one. Bussin, right. bussin. Right. So uh, my mind is clearly on what is coming for me tonight. Tomorrow is on some drinking, some uh, hanging out with my uh, sister, and probably lonely walk up walk the, strip. the strip with your headphones on. So speaking of which, like if somebody <laughs> throws like change at your feet, you're doing it wrong. Right. Okay. So, Just, that's Alan. That's Alan's influence on your weekend. I made $60 on that one. Emily's sad, sad <laughs> Vegas weekend. All I did was sit down yeah, and I got I money. What that's all I did. Uh, there's no seats. Clearly, you had to sit on the side of the road. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, free food, too. So, um, picture in your mind all drinks that can both be blended or on the rocks. Obviously, you can't do like a whiskey blended, things like that. So, But you can have. Not with can. that, not with that attitude. <laughs> so You don't believe. You can blend anything. <laughs> You can. You can blend meat. Um, so blended drinks are always better than their on-the-rocks counterparts. Alan, factor cap. Uh, I go cap on that one. I like to have, I guess you can say, gosh, a tough one. Margarita to me, just a good margarita, right? Just good margarita. If I want it on the rocks, without blended versus blended. If I'm going to pick between the two, in that specific instance, I want it blended. But most of the other drinks, I'm okay with on the rocks. And I, I don't mix a lot of stuff. So I, I if I'm going to have bourbon, I'm just going to have bourbon, whatever the case is. I'm not mixing like a lot of stuff. Drink things touching each other. Yeah, I don't like them. I don't like touch- <laughs> but a margarita blended, I don't know, man. <laughs> Something about a margarita blended. I, I think it's cap. It's absolutely cap to me. I don't even like blended drinks, period, whatsoever. It, it no has, fun. No. And it's, it's not okay. So, I mean, When's I, the last time you had a blended margarita? Uh, it's been years upon okay. years. What about like a wine slushy? Yep. No, fun. Do the, me a favor. Go to the local liquor store. Because he's a 14-year-old yeah, girl. Come back at 1230. <laughs> I'm not it's blending fun. It. Have it's it and man. tell me what it tastes like. <laughs> no, but like awesome. I, had, if it's, if it's a margarita. two separate conversations. It was amazing. Anything, margarita is has to be on the rocks. That's the right way. And if you're going to drink whiskey or bourbon or you're having a scotch, Neat. That's the only way to do it. That is cap. That is not cap. Now that's just you being all judgy and bossy. I but am. The part am about judgy. the blended drinks no. is is cap. Because I mean, a, a frozen margarita is good. You know, once every couple of years, yeah. a really hot day by the pool. But other than that, just drink a margarita. Like you know, drink a grown up drink. Hey, if you're a grown up, right? I can have a grown up slushy if I want to have yeah. a grown up slushy. Well, she can't. I'm going to have daiquiri. So. Also, being being female, it does make it. I, I feel like there's a male female difference with here because Agreed. I feel like men don't feel comfortable in their masculinity to have yeah. a blended drink. Is that true? I no. I mean, I will. No. Men I in the room. I'm not afraid to walk into a Seven Eleven and pour myself a Slurpee. Mm. <laughs> you don't feel like a child when you're having a Slurpee. I do. 
But I'm also drinking a child's drink at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm okay. not going to take a grown-up drink and turn it into one. Brian, Brian actually brought a fun. fruit roll-up in here. I did. Brought a fruit <laughs> roll-up <laughs> and Capri Sun. Fruit roll-up, they are good. Fruit roll-up, roll-up and Capri Sun. awesome stuff. They're delicious. delicious. Yeah. All right. Delicious. <laughs> so, Fact. uh... <laughs> Fact. <laughs> Funch uh, was telling us about his first experience in Vegas, and I was at Circus Circus, and then uh, Taylor and him were talking in the break about Circus Circus or whatever. And then they said that there's an indoor amusement park. Mm-hmm. So you would never go to an indoor amusement park. Uh, Brian, factor cap. That is cap. Uh, not only would I not never go to, how many negatives were in there? Not never go to a, a an cap, indoor amusement park. I was at the indoor amusement park at Circus Circus only a few weeks ago uh, with my children. So. See, children make sense. Uh, Taylor, what about you? Oh, I, I absolutely love the Circus Circus Indoor Amusement Park, and Mall of America has a great one, too, that I like to go to. Hmm. Camp Snoopy. All right, Al? Yeah, I'm with you guys. I, one of the things I hate about going to Disneyland or something, it's freaking hot. It's as, it's as hot as it can possibly be. If I could be indoor somewhere, was it Trav went two weeks ago to Disneyland? I think he was there like all day with his family yeah, and like everything two, else. Yeah, two Saturdays ago. So, said he almost had 30,000 steps. He was counting wow. his steps, almost 30,000. But he was there for like 12 hours. I'm all good. Anything that I can feel more comfortable with, I'm, I'm, give me indoor all day long. I'm going to be different, Emily. I'm going to say fact. I am not going to an indoor amusement park. I don't go to many amusement parks in general, but Disneyland is one I will go to. But otherwise, no, I'm out. I think there's something wrong about being indoors in an amusement yeah, park. These agreed. tall things being mm-hmm. indoors, our large ride being indoors make, just freaks me out a little bit. But there's shade. I'm out. <laughs> no, thank you. There's shade, matters. but the point of amusement park is you're going to be hot and sweaty. I think it's just the whole vibe and ambiance of an amusement That's park. That's like part of the pitch on yes, their commercials. Exactly. It's, it's going to be hot. Here. It's going to be sweaty. You'll Come be miserable. Inside. Come on down. You're going to stay in the air conditioner. And you're going to be really tightly packed in with like all <laughs> kinds of people. Like other right. hot mm. and sweaty people. Mm. Sounds wonderful. Love Eating turkey legs and funnel cakes. <laughs> all right. So you this like one is going to be where we're going to learn something a little bit new about Taylor. So uh, you can be a cat guy. So, Taylor, I'm going to go first to you, Factor Cap. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, growing up on the farm, I had cats all the time, and I, I like them. I prefer them to dogs, I think, because I had bad luck with dogs. All my dogs kind of would die early. So, yes, fact, you can be a cat Jeez. guy. And I would, I would you just got a cat. dogs had bad luck with you. <laughs> right. I don't know. <laughs> I was yeah, because you're, you're, still, <laughs> you're still doing great, and they're, I mean, they're dead. They're gone. <laughs> right. I mean, It wasn't my lack of care for them. Um, they had, you know. Mm. Unfortunate ends and you know under tractor tires and things like that. Wow! <laughs> How? Wait, back up! <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't back, back up! Don't, don't, don't back up! Do not back no, up. just go forward. You can't in the same sentence uh, say that it was lack of care and then say that I wasn't driving got run over by a tractor. I wasn't driving the tractor. <laughs> tractor. Supervise yada, 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 your dog. Twenty four seven. It's possible. But, supervise your tractor. <laughs> Do something. Taylor, you just that's, got a cat too, didn't that's you? That's on my dad, yeah. So, yeah, I, I just got a, a cat a couple weeks ago, a little black cat. He was um, abandoned by his mother at an auto shop, so mm. picked him up. Little guy. His name Bender. All right, Bender. Taylor, cat guy. Uh, Alan, factor cat. Not a cat guy. Not a cat guy. You know, I, I think you just need kind of one moment with a cat to where you're like, yeah, this isn't going to work. One time a cat just looked at me just square in the eyes and gave this hissing I'm going to take you out and I'm like yeah that's good enough I will <laughs> never have a cat it's just not for me well here's the thing if a cat likes you you earned its trust but if a dog likes you mm. you know a dog like a dog likes everything <laughs> yeah. that's not true yeah, at that point you can t- let it peel yeah, your yeah, Taylor's right you have to work for a cat's affection with a dog all you let have to do is have a treat that's not true 
no, true. No, no, it's no, true. No, it's true. Rookie, who's right. my dog, if tomorrow you came up to him and said, like you just mentioned there, hey, here's a couple of treats, he will then decide it's an executive decision to go with you and no longer with me. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> so I don't think there's much trust. Rookie trusts everybody and everything as long as there's something in it for him. I've seen. I have a dog named Lola, and she does not trust apps to everyone. I feel like it's your dog a... should work in radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be look, perfect. The thing with the thing with cats is, first of all, I'm I'm allergic to cats, so therefore, no cats for me. But the other part is, they don't want to be around you. They don't need you around. They're not anything. They are perfectly content by themselves. You just happen to be a place for them to sit down every once in a while if they like to. Mm -hmm. And they give you, and you give them food every once in a while. But they're independent. You can leave a cat for four days. For four whole days. Would never do that to my cat. Uh, uh, my friends do it all the time, and I have to Bad go cat owners. four days. No, because they, can, they take care of themselves. Four days. You can't leave a dog alone. They pay the days. bills. Yeah. Taxes are taken care of. They do everything. You're yeah, living in their house, yeah, It is their house. They take it over. It is their home. So, yeah. no. Emily I, peels I their orange. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, just to clarify, are we factor capping that- You can be a cat guy. He, uh, the me. Okay. Yes, so you can be a cat okay, guy. Good. Uh, cat. I mean, I, I don't dislike them, but cat guy implies, like, that there's a certain, like, thing you're passing, like mm-hmm. a devotion to cats. Not just like you own a cat, but like, you Like, oh, I like cat cats. Guy. I have a cat. Like, I'm a cat guy. Like, I have magazine subscriptions, and my house is cat filled fancy. with little stuff. It's on my Twitter bio. <laughs> yeah, cat guy. Yeah, like, that's and exactly. is it on your, uh, on your dating cats. app profile, too? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it always works for the ladies. So, uh, last one. It's National Eat Your Vegetables Day, and there is – so – Here's the statement. There is a vegetable that you never came around to liking. Greg, factor cap. Huh. Um, I like Brussels sprouts. I like. Do you I like Brussels sprouts? Or, but it's got to be like cooked bacon on no, it. No, the I, whole geez. thing. I mean, yeah. I, it's good that way. But no, I just like Brussels sprouts. Steamed Brussels sprouts are good. So no, uh, I think that's cap. I there. I don't think there is a vegetable I don't like. All right, I mean, Brian. Jicama is good. Uh, fat. I hate zucchini. Oh. Can't, I hate Great. zucchini. Hate I'm, I'm on the fence about zucchini. Al, what about you? In fact, cauliflowers, that's a tough one. Oh, so good. It's fine. That's a tough one. Cauliflower's fine. You can fine. make it into so you can dress good. it up. You it's can dress it down. You can no, make it into a, a pizza one. crust if you want to. But a yeah. bad pizza crust that tastes oh, no. like cauliflower. Okay, but, but yeah, that's yeah. the thing no, is you have to, you have to use it a certain way. No, no, no. But there's, there's a difference between I don't really – I don't favor cauliflower. It's not what I reach for at the yeah. vegetable aisle, but I when can it, eat it. When it's in like a tray that has – Cauliflower, broccoli, radishes you know, are pretty tough. Oh, celery. like a dip tray? Yeah, that's could... no, that's a mistake. That is not a mistake. That's a, still that's good. no, that's a that, uh, guys, cauliflower doesn't belong in the veggie tray. It's you got to agree it's with in that. There. There's things you got to like. I can make something taste good. Air fryer is great for vegetables because now all of a sudden everything. you think like, oh, okay, you know what, this actually isn't that bad. But just to just say, hey, I'm gonna go grab some cauliflower or some Brussels sprouts or something like that. I can't do that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Taylor, what about you? Do you have a vegetable you can't eat? I used to detest asparagus so much that I would run it over in the garden with a lawnmower. Like your dog? <laughs> with the dogs? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't me. I got you, Emily. But I, I, I came around to the asparagus. I think mushrooms are the only one I can't eat anymore. All right, Funge, what about you? Uh, Taylor and Sliwa, I hate mushrooms and I hate cauliflower. Can't do, can't do any of those guys. I had mushrooms yesterday. Yeah, they're fine. Still coming it's down. It's going to brown them enough. The Maybe right? they're magic. Nope, <laughs> not still coming down. Still on top. Nice. It's all the way on top. I respect that. What is a bean? A beans are what? Legumes. Legumes, yeah. Yeah, Legumes. yeah they're not even either one. Okay, yeah. And a mushroom isn't, isn't a vegetable either. It's a, it's a fungi. All right. Um, True. 
yesterday the Warriors win an NBA championship. Owner of the Warriors, Joe Lacob, talked what I think is about the Lakers without talking about the Lakers. I love the indirect talk about the Lakers. I feel like everybody does that. Want to get into that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleba Show, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you could save on both. Bundle today at Progressive.com. Um... There was a there's a quote a couple months ago that came out. Joe Lacob, owner of the Golden State Warriors, without talking about the Lakers, and I kind of went mix the Lakers back into it. I'm going to read the quote. There are a couple teams. I'm not going to say who. There's some other teams that went all in on older players, and older players do get injured. That's the thing you have to remember. Suppose we have made a trade, traded away all our youth for I don't know. You name the guy. And they're injured, out for the year. Anytime you're over 30, 32, 35, these people get injured. We're always uh, assessing. Goes on to say, um, when you do think you have a chance to go far and compete for a championship, our belief is we are going to do everything we can, use every last dollar. A lot of teams can't do that or won't do that, I guess. I always love when it's, I'm not going to name the team that went all in. There are really two squads that went all in last year. Brooklyn had gone all in. Now, Brooklyn did it different way. They had James Harden, and then at some point they trade James Harden. Lakers obviously went all in for Russ. I always kind of look at that when when we're, we're trying to see. I don't know how you felt with the Warriors, but these last couple of – I thought certainly over the last year, I'm like, they're going to trade some of these assets that they have. Mm-hmm. They're going to get rid of them. We were having this argument a little bit earlier about what what the Lakers should try to do to give up if you still think you're in this window and you give up Russ – and you say, you know what, we got to take a two-year deal and a three-year deal. It's not like you could just wipe your, your hands clean. But we think these role players are going to help us with this squad right now for this small window left with LeBron. And I kind of I, I look at what Lakeup is saying. I, I would have told you that they're going to trade some of these young assets. Impossible they're not going to. Steph, Clay, and Draymond are back. They still got a chance to win. We kind of saw it over the years. Harrison Barnes was there. KD came, the league was over. Now Andrew Wiggins, everybody's kind of got their slot, but they got assets to where they can go get better. Did you think they were going to eventually say, well, we got to continue to go all in because we're in this window. We'll worry about after Clay, Draymond, and Steph once that chapter is over. Like all in doesn't – I think we have, we have a tendency to associate all in with how many stars can you accumulate. That's, that's certainly a very Lakersy way of doing it. Um, but all in can also mean, are we willing to spend money to keep these five guys? Are we willing to hang on to Andrew Wiggins and not try to salary dump him somewhere because we've got all this other stuff and we're going to be $340 million deep into the tax? Mm-hmm. I, you know, he's not wrong in the sense that the Lakers, the problem with the Lakers is not just they went all in and made the Westbrook deal. 
which was dumb on a lot of levels. But they they went all and in. a two year commitment. They went all in, and it's you know obviously clear as day now on the wrong guy. They went all in on the wrong guy, but they also went all in on the wrong structure. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing I think that fans are starting to understand. The league is really starting to understand. It's A, your fit needs to be. If you're going to have three guys yep. and put all of your payroll into three guys, yep. you damn well better be sure that those three guys are going to work together and that it's going gonna, it's gonna to make sense and the encore They complement each other. Talent yep. As an overwhelming kind of thing, like if we have enough talent, it's going to overwhelm, and that that doesn't really work anymore. Like baseball, scouting is too good, matchup preparation is too good, depth is too, and so like the 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 Lakers. Once you got past the big three, even if they if the guys had stayed healthy, they'd been a playoff team. They'd been, but you're not going to win a title with Malik Monk as your fourth best player. Like you're not going to win with Tht as your fifth best guy. Or yep. Six, like they put their money into those three and left themselves in a position where they had to throw everything at the wall and you know Carmelo and Austin Reeves and, and they just kept trying eventually you land on like you're excited to land on Stanley Johnson cuz he's seems competent and willing to try hard mm-hmm. like that that's the problem is they they put themselves in a position where if their stars were anything less than all NBA caliber they were going to be done. Well, that that's look that's that's the concerning part because then if we've come down to the, the way I kind of look at the Lakers these last couple of seasons, and this is not all it, it doesn't all come down to this, but if AD's playing half the season, you're not going anywhere. You're just not, and that's now unless he's playing half the season, but he's healthy for the playoffs, or you can't even make the playoffs. Which half matters? But generally speaking, you're right. If he's yeah. not healthy, you're if not he's going. not healthy, you're not going anywhere. But if the issue is no, no, no. Even if he is healthy, yesterday, Travis and I were talking about this, you saw the hype video that LeBron put up on AD. Mm-hmm. And we're having the conversation. I'm like, who's that video for? Is that video for us? Is that video for Anthony Davis? Like, why are you showing us an AD hype video as if you're his agent or something, right? And I, and I mention that because even if Anthony Davis goes back to Anthony Davis and is there for 70 games next year, it doesn't sound like at least from your perspective, that you're convinced, okay, watch out for the Lakers again. That's step one. Step mm-hmm. one is Anthony Davis has to play like, I'm not, I, this, like he's got to be the, the fifth best player. Fourth, he's got to be in that group of the ultra elite guys. Like Steph is different. What we learn in this is Steph is different than Jason Tatum. Yep. Jason Tatum is excellent. He is elite. But Steph's in that little tiny group that's just a little bit better yep. LeBron I think when he's healthy is still in that group it's just a little bit better Giannis Jokic very small group AD being the 15th best player in the league is pretty good but it's not good enough they need him to be they are built for him they need him to be in that ultra league and, group. and, and they that's, didn't trade would you agree that's the starting point the trade wasn't hey he's going to be a top 15 no. player in the NBA top five mm-hmm. the, the whole thing is predicated on him being a top five guy and Which might be unrealistic at this point. I don't know. He's played. He certainly played like it in the bubble. You know, the mixtape mm-hmm. is there. The, you know, to, my answer to your question, who is that for, is Anthony Davis. And what LeBron, I think, is going to start doing is from now into training camp. Yep. Anthony Davis is going to dominate. He's he is going to set the bar for AD instead of letting AD do it for himself and make him go clear that thing because LeBron understands what Davis has to be. Mm-hmm. I still don't know. That's the starting point. If they get that and if they get 65 games of that and 65 games from LeBron, they're in the playoffs. 
But I don't know how you fill out the rest of the roster because what the Warriors have taught me mm-hmm. and I think Shown and a lot of these other teams around the league have shown is, you know, four through ten matters tremendously. And I think the, the, the Lakers have undervalued the, 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 the worth of Kyle Kuzma and Danny Green Caldwell and Pope Dwight and Howard Green and Rajon Rondo and those guys, and right? Alex and, and how they fit together. You can't just assemble the the, the crew later on. Like, yeah, you got to have a plan. And how do you put a roster together when you have no trade assets and no money to spend? Yeah, th- this is you know this has always been the question, and and I think this was part of when we were leading up to who's going to be the next head coach of the Lakers. There was always this conversation. Well, whoever you bring in as the coach. It's Palenka having to work the offseason. That's really going to be the difference of whether yep. there's an opportunity this upcoming Correct. year. But watching the playoffs and seeing what teams succeed, what teams don't, the, the, the Brooklyn Nets couldn't win a game in the playoffs. Couldn't win a game. They got swept by the Boston Celtics, right? The final four teams that were left, there was this very team-oriented structure. And not that that's shocking or anything. I mean, you know, we go back, the Lakers winning that championship a couple years ago, it was LeBron and Anthony Davis. Did KCP play a role? Of course he did. Did JaVale McGee play a role? Of course he did. Did Dwight Howard? Did Rajon Rondo? You go down the list, so it's not like this is new news, and mm-hmm. when you see other squads do it the way they're doing it, um, but it's how do the Lakers get back to that point? Because I think it's it's very fair to say, and this is why I always kind of sit here with the Russ thing, it, to just bring Russ back and say, well, we're not going to give up another pick. We'll take our chances with this. It does. I don't know but what's going to be different next the, year. The di- problem – <clears throat> excuse me, maybe nothing. Mm-hmm. It's not, you're not not trading the pick because, look, man, this is, we got we to restock with young players. It's because you can only trade the pick once. And once you trade it, it's gone. And so if you're trading Russ just so you can say, hey, we're, we moved on, we, yeah. we, uh, but you don't actually get better, not only now do you not have, you're not any better, and you also don't have one of your very few tools available to you to get better at some point down the road. It's not about drafting the player. It's about using the asset at the best time for the right thing. If you can trade Russ and even kind of move laterally, do it. Mm -hmm. If you can trade Russ and get two or three credible players that maybe have contracts that you don't like, but role players, they'll know their role. Fill they out a roster. Yep, yep. Do it. And you know what, Rob Palinka? Get creative. Go into your cap space yep. and figure out, cross that problem when you get there. But if you're doing it just to do it and you actually don't get better and now you've used it, that's stupid. You've made a bad, you made a mistake. Don't make the mistake worse but doesn't it by seem making like... a second bad trade. Nope. I don't care what it says to, you know. To the fans. It's not even, I'm not talking about yeah, the fans. Yeah, we, we get this daily. It's this. It's the perception of, we do this coming, coming back because I, I think there's a couple things I want to hit on. We'll, we'll finish this conversation about the Lakers. I'm also starting to hear, now that Steph's got four NBA championships, the same amount as LeBron James, there's been some chatter, let's just say this morning and last night, about oh, is Steph coming into territory of where LeBron James is. We'll settle that debate coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeva Show, 710 ESPN.